This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. On this week's episode of the Beard Laws Podcast. If, if my wife just passed or if she's been to prison, but she eats her meals in literally two minutes every single damn time. It's whatever's in her plate. And everything, she's hurted. <laughs> that an Irish botanist who was living in Jamaica at the time was the person who first made chocolate milk. Let's run that back. An Irish botanist living in Jamaica <laughs> was the first person to make chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. Probably some laundry as well because I'm going to shit myself. Same thing. I'm not eating a fishy smell of anything. So if you're not showered, you ain't getting any love. Nope. <laughs> no. I apologize. I started laughing just because I said DHT originally. And then I got to think, I was like, wait, but that doesn't sound right. DHT re-sang that listen to your heart song. <laughs> uh, that sounds a hell of a lot better. And at this point now, I would like to request to become a backup dancer for Lizzo because if that's what she's forcing her employees to do then sign me up i'll get a bonus why not don't want to see it it's always like energy drinks now too it's weird fucking gen zers like you want to see me shotgun this energy drink and i'm like no i I don't back at it episode 203 pretty excited to be back it's myself you've been whacking off still whacking off where is he whacking off has he been whacking off he's probably done a lot of stuff since Last time, and maybe whacking off is one of them, but pretty excited to be back again. Another pre-recorded episode. Thanks to everybody that, for whatever reason, stops by on Thursdays during the premieres or just listens to it because rumor has it, Eubin loves penetrating your ear holes. All of them. I do. Twice. He does. He loves it. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out because last time we did it at the end, apparently, but uh, Deluxe Edition Network. Check them out. There's, uh, I think this is the last one in August. Yeah. No, I lied to you. There's two more because this, this is the 24th that you're watching it or listening to it. And we got 31st. So two more times we're going to give a shout out to the podcast of the month, Quad Pro Quo. Check them out. Deluxe Edition Network. 
Facebook.com quad pro quo. Two couples just talking about this and that. They just the recent episode that came out on the seventh was shitting in the street, aka bridesmaids. <laughs> you guys can check that out. It's explicit and uh it's good stuff. I love listening to it each week. Great people. Check them out. And of course, Draft Top, our friend of the show. You guys can check them out as well. Links in all the descriptions. Drafttop.com. You can use code BeardLaws and it's just fun to drink. Topless. American made. They got a cool little story. I mean, probably made in the US. Draft Top is the ultimate bar tool designed to safely remove and lift off the top of almost every and any beverage can so you can actually enjoy what you're drinking. I, uh, I actually take them. And when I'm done with them, I'll, I'll put plants in them. Put a little bit of dirt. Put your favorite plant in there and you got a little vase of your favorite beer. Pretty I'm cool. a big fan of uh, putting plants in cans of some sort. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got a little Real sprite action way. going there. Maybe, you know, you have a nice cold Genesee, at least over here on the East Coast. You can put it in whatever. Drink it topless. Be topless. Drink topless. And uh, one other quick little shout out. There's a there's a podcast that's local to me that is a, like a, a pretty serious and a pretty intense kind of podcast where they're they're trying really hard to help there's a lot of problems and, and we always get around um not to make light of it but we always say hi you know there's there's meth in the water in missouri you know some people have fluoride there's meth <laughs> there, there's problems in a lot of small towns obviously big cities are, there is too but where we come from there's there's just a lot of shit going on a lot of big problems and this is this is a pretty cool podcast that's that's really trying to help it's uh beyond the box podcast so it's a podcast where kind of like unconventional thinking intersects with uh, societal and cultural norms they represent individuals that exist in the gray area outside the box embracing individuality and celebrating differences and it's just a cool thing because they kind of open up a dialogue for conversation that just kind of needs help and they bring awareness of some issues that just need to be addressed and as they say on the podcast many attempt to put you in a box that they think you'll fit in but it's up to you to not fall into it so it's a cool thing i'll put a link in the description there there's going to be some stories that might not you know you know human might listen to a story and maybe there's some local stuff that just doesn't make sense but I think all small towns really have the same problem, and it's uh, it, it's kind of a cool thing. There's some powerful stories, people sharing some, just some shit that happened to them. And a uh, good buddy of mine, Jimmy, was on there, kind of trying to help make, um, try to find a solution for all the, you know, there's been a, just a run of suicides in our area, man. And not trying to like bring everybody down, but <laughs> cool little podcast. Like I said, it's uh, it is definitely worth a listen. They do a great job. So shout out to them. Check them out. Beyond the Box podcast in. I feel like it'll segue nice with the whole box thing because we have a couple of things that we're going to talk about that allegedly might be different kind of boxes. It could be a takeout box or it could be, you know, a, a body part that some people call a box because uh, we got some shit to talk about. Going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you hear box and I maybe we're per well, we are perverts, but uh, yeah, there, there was just a little. <laughs> there was some shit that happened, but uh, before we jump into it, I guess uh, I know you've had a busy week uh, i don't know if anything crazy's happened last week was pretty crazy i'm not looking for you to come in here and you know top the travis kelsey story and if you don't know what we're talking about <laughs> look right above his head there might be a little link that you can press and check out about travis kelsey and his foreshadowing or whatever it is but uh what, what's up with you anything anything good i uh, mainly just been busy as shit with work i mean if a lot of people who probably watched the uh, the tuesday episode may know that um something fell down behind my head here and uh have i put it back up no i, I have not i have been that busy and that lazy when i get home i've been enjoying <laughs> my time but um we got some new kitchen appliances and just been struggling with that um my dumb ass decided to 
you get a little elevated, extremely not low, is what I like to say, and uh, unhooked the dishwasher, and guess what I forgot to do? Hook it back oh. up. Ooh, forgot to turn off the water. So oh. <laughs> thought I did, and I went back to it and unhooked the hot water line, and it was hot. That was very hot. So uh, as you can tell, you know, guy my size trying to get out of a small two-and-a-half-foot area square uh, and run and turn the water off was it was a challenge. So uh, I think 16 towels later and two loads of laundry later of towels uh, got the mess cleaned up, and the dishwasher looks amazing. So. Hey. I just when I was I told my wife I was like whenever you pull something out like an old oven or anything else you have to clean behind it before you put a new one. That's all I was doing. I was just putting hot water on the floor, making sure everything was clean. Two birds out with one stone. I mean that's some big brain energy. I mean that's not anything to get yelled at about. It's smart. Hot water cleans stuff is what I'm told. Yeah, no. I, my only mistake was not having the towels in the kitchen beforehand, so it made it look like it was completely by accident. But it was. I just completely forgot the towels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you have a lot on your mind. You're putting in a new dishwasher. You're trying to prevent the plumber's crack. Oh, it was out. Which could be 100%. 100%. And, yeah, I mean, I need, I need a dishwasher, but I just don't have the cabinet space. And we've been talking about this. And, fuck, good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to do it myself. I'm going to hire somebody because I, I've just learned a lesson from you not to do that. It'd probably just leave me yelling, pissed, upset. Yeah, that's that's typically, you know, a lot of people in the right when or my kids, they see dad, you know, working on something. They're like, mm, time to go to my room and just play because he's going to get pissy. <laughs> so the next thing to do, though, is the above range microwave. And it's hardwired into our little you know, power supply or whatever. So um, that I was like, hmm, I might wait on that one and not hit my pen before that one, because if I don't turn something off for that one, that's going to be a little bit more of a mess. And, yeah, you know. 100%. Yeah, it could be some shocking <laughs> results there. Uh, yeah, but at least you won't have hot water. You might need towels, like I said. Yeah, like that. Or um, maybe get a bidet. Clean up that shit from shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to dump with that either. But uh, <laughs> now, what yeah, about you? So um, man, crazy busy. As we were talking a little before, kids, coaching, sports, day job. But I did tell you a story that I promised that I would, I would tell on here. Hopefully, I can do it some justice. And I'm going to try my hardest not to call out this business because it is somewhere local. And I'm still a little pissed, but I'm, I'm curious what the viewers and, and how you would react to this. So we've been going to this place for a while. Um, family members of mine, my parents, some other people, they typically go to this place at least once a week between my parents, family, something. We're in this place. And this isn't like flex and be like, oh, they owe no, I don't want any special treatment or anything like that. So we go to this place. We get there about quarter after six. You know what I mean? It's like small town, but it's busy. There's probably three tables, maybe four tables open. So we sit there and waiting for the hostess, right? And then all of a sudden there was this like four, four person party, a little bit older people. And I'm standing, you know, you're, you're, there's this like table and you're just waiting. It says, please wait to be seated. So I'm standing there. So instead of the logical thing, like most people, you kind of get into a line. This lady goes around me stands almost to where the hostess is going to walk up like hey you're going to talk to me first so i'm getting a little fucking annoyed but i'm like ah, oh, whatever so the lady comes up and she's kind of looking at me and she looks over to naturally this lady first she's like yeah can i help you she's like yeah i called on a reservation just wondering if it's ready and she's like yep i gotta clean some tables we'll we'll get you in here maybe like five ten minutes okay cool how can i help you i'm like 
Well, sorry, I didn't call and get a reservation and get, you know, cut right in the line or whatever, but table three. She's like, cool, five minutes. And then this lady's like, what? How come his is five minutes? So whatever. They get seated first. Not a big deal. Then we get seated. So it's about 6.20. We, we sit down, excited. Waitress comes over, like normal. What do you want to drink? That's what we want to drink. Any appetizers or anything? Nope, we know what we want to order. Perfect. Get the order in. We wait. We get the drinks. We're hanging out. We're hanging out. Still hanging out, you know, and we're in this little area. Super friggin' loud. Acoustics suck. Just waiting. Just kind of waiting. Lady comes over. Hey, can I top your drinks off anything? Sorry it's taking so long. Oh, no, no big deal. No, that's fine. It's fine. So an hour goes past. Normal. Busy night. You know, not a very big No big deal. So we're hanging out. Hanging out. About an hour 15, hour 20 comes over. Sorry it's taking so long. Can I bring you out some dinner bread? Oh, thank you. That'd be cool, you know, because we got we have our seven-year-old with us. Getting pretty hungry. Throw this out just for orders. Not simple. Kid, chicken tenders, fries. Pretty goddamn easy meal, right? The wife, a panini with fries. Pretty easy meal. I go with the special. It's a fish. Fish, half mac, half fries. It's your special. You should be able to crush this shit out. Nothing crazy, right? Right? right. So all of a sudden, still going. Nothing. We eat the bread. Still hanging out. Just kind of sipping our drinks, thinking, oh, shit, you know, I'm uh, waiting for some freaking food. Two hours we're at now. Another waitress comes by, not overly paying attention to us, not her table or whatever, and says, hey, um, do you just need your check or something? I can just grab it. I don't know if the waitress has caught up or just caught up with some stuff or whatever. At this point, okay, everybody else has ate their food, gone. There's four tables left in here, and at least three to four people after us got their appetizers and food. People were coming to sit at the bar randomly, got their food, and there's the three of us just chilling. Not to mention, we saw another dude freak out because it was an hour and a half, didn't see his waiter, uh, waitress, didn't get their food. So he freaked out and then got his food within like two minutes. And then I saw at least two other people send their food back. So she says that to me, and that was just like I was getting fucking, I was getting pretty antsy. Poor kid is hungry. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I'm not saying shit. I don't, it's not the waitress's fault, whatever. I guess. So finally, I was like, you know, nope. You know what? We haven't got our food yet. Been here over two hours. I said, I've never done this before, but I am. I was like, we're out of here. Thanks for the drinks and the bread. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll go check on the kitchen. I said, at this point, I don't really give a shit. You, and I, now I'm, so the rest of the people can sit here. I said, I've been here two hours. I don't care who eats the food. Maybe the guy cooking in the back that just clearly can't keep up, or maybe the waitress that didn't even put the order. I don't know what happened. Don't really care. She's like, well, I'll talk to the manager and get you a gift card. And I just looked at her. I said, you can take that gift card, shove it up your, something. It was either shove it up your ass or wipe your ass with it. I said, I'll never step foot in this goddamn place again. And they're all Holy like, shit. and then like, well, who's your waitress? Like trying to play the blame game. I'm like, don't know. Doesn't matter at this point. And they felt, and I saw one of the people the next day and they're like, I'm so sorry. I was like, well, it's not your business. And I said, fine. I said, I am going to continue to talk shit to you about your establishment everywhere I go. But yeah, fuck. that's, that's the first time I've ever done that. Well, I mean, especially two hours, like you said, you have your kid with you as well. And like, you, you don't want to make the scene because your kid's there. And it's just like, but they force it, especially it's been two hours. They continue to ask stupid questions. It's like, no, 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 no. Two hours so like what's your have you ever done that like have you ever just got up and been like nope see ya fuck you yeah um there was a time where uh we went to a buffet in vegas and uh of course the flies are going to come back i mentioned <laughs> vegas buffet and now they're like hello <laughs> hey uh, what's up where are you? <laughs> right. 
but uh no we went to a uh, we went to a buffet one time and same thing they kept saying you know we're gonna get you uh we're gonna get you drinks and stuff so we were able to get our food but they never came back for drinks so here i am constantly getting plates of food. i'm like where the fuck is our drink and it's one of those ones where you can't help yourself they have to bring it to you and waited an hour of just eating and trying to eat something to where i wouldn't get as thirsty <laughs> and uh, we did find towards the end that near the dessert station, there was some root beer for root beer floats. Stale as shit. It was, it did not taste the best, but enough to at least wet your whistle. And um, so we, we left a 10 cent tip because it was always better than nothing. That way it shows like, oh, maybe they forgot to tip. No, no, we did. It was 10 cents. Fuck you. Yeah. So I uh, didn't get to say anything to the lady, but I don't think she would have understood the language I was you know, English anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, but no, forgot to uh, satisfyingly chew somebody out for it, though, unfortunately. <laughs> and I was good. Like, I have to, if if the kid wasn't with me, I probably would have erupted. Like, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that my temper would have kicked in. Like, I would have went in the kitchen. I, and, and after, so like, a couple of people are, like, trying to make me, like, stick up for them and be like, well, I, I heard that they're looking for a cook and they're short-staffed and this and that. And I'm just like, you know what? And it's been really hard for me because... I'm not like like boys or friends, but I, I know the the actual owner with the money, and I, I I'm like I think I need to reach out and just let them know that this place is turning into a dump. Like yeah. if, if you know what I mean, like I, if if nobody tells the guy, but I have a feeling if he finds out, some people are probably going to be looking for their new job, and you know maybe it's their livelihood. You know maybe this waitress was new or something, didn't really know. I don't know how you fuck it up. I'm, I'm not a guy that's worked in the restaurant business. All I know is two hours, look around, nobody. And, and the one thing that I thought was odd too is the the and the only reason I kind of brought the, the description of the four people that went in right before us, they got their food, like after everybody else too. Like right before I left, they got their food. I gave it ten to fifteen more minutes, thinking, okay, they're behind. Shit happens. I'm gonna give it 10, 15 minutes if these guys just got their food. Cool. Nope. Waited. 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 Damn, and then seeing all these bitch. other fuckers get their food. You know what I mean? And then there was like a table of 10. Two people showed up on that table. So they just weaseled in chairs, ordered, got their food before us. That's like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? And, and like most of the shit that we had in there is coming from a deep fryer. Some of the person next to us that came in late got the appetizers. They got a deep fried appetizer and they were eating like chicken wings and shit. It's like, motherfucker, you're dropping shit in that fryer before us? Oh, I would like, go if back anything, there show them how to make a meal. Yeah, yeah. Like, give, give us the kids meal, if anything. Be like, hey, it's going to be a, a minute apparently to make a fucking panini in two seconds but uh just bring the goddamn bring out something besides the bread but hey yeah i'd say i'm over it but i'm not i'm not this is two days after i'm still kind of pissed off no i would be too that shit especially like i said whenever it involves your kids as well you're like hey you can fuck me over don't fuck over my kid what are you what are you doing and Ah. i'm a little pissed because if i would have walked out on some drinks i was drinking fucking pink lemonade you know what I mean? It's not like I was uh, having a couple of beers. You know what I mean? Because right. I'm driving. I'm not gonna. I'm not that guy that drinks and drives, obviously. But it's like you know what? I mean, fuck. If anything, I could have been six beers deep and then been like, "See ya, thanks for the free beers." No shit. And that's because that's what I was wondering too. I was like, "Well, what did you drink? Did you have anything like fancy?" But just pink lemonades. You know, shit. They they only lost what six seven dollars. <laughs> not even probably. I had a pink lemonade. She had some soda, I think, or juice, and the kid had chocolate milk. You know, and fuck. Yeah, Damn. they didn't. They, but you know what? I say, like I said, I said I'm over. It. I'm not over it, but I'm never gonna go back there. My parents, I was telling them, and even my old man was like, "Get out of there!" That's so. I originally wanted to just go grab some subs. We ended up getting some subs. <laughs> Is it from and a, a lo- uh, like a local chain? Yeah, local chain. It's called uh, Drex. 
J-R-E-C-K-S. It was like all the initials of the the founders or whatever. And I didn't really want to go there too late because typically the, and it's probably the same there, but typically the night shift have places like that, like a local sub shop and stuff. You get some younger people. They don't usually don't give a fuck. You know, sometimes some middle-aged people, they're making subs. They're get, they're give a fuck factors about two. And I've seen this place. I've gone in there and I, I refused to go there for a while just because of it. I got to tell you what, it was the best staff that I've seen at that sub shop in a hot minute. All of these younger, like they were into it. They were super nice. They were cleaning. Everything was the cleanest I've seen. Like they were there. They enjoyed themselves. They were working together. They crushed out. Not only, I mean, they were crushing out. I bet you 15, 20 orders, like, as we were there, they just they just did fucking work. So if you guys are watching, I was in direct there, shout out to you. You guys were awesome. Yeah. yeah. What okay, so what did you get? See, I, 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 have, I have decision-making problems. So I just go whatever the sub of the day is. Oh, okay. Unless it's seafood. I don't fuck with seafood. I, I don't love it, especially a seafood sub. So I think Friday's... Yeah, ah, see, not a McLobster. Not gonna fucking, mm-hmm. not gonna mess with that. Called back last Thursday. I went. Uh, what's Friday? Friday sub of the day is tuna. I went the tuna sub, which is funny. I don't consider that seafood. I, I do. Tuna. So okay, <laughs> I ain't fucking with it. Nope. That's if you're not. A, no, no, that's that's why I. You know, same thing. I'm not eating a fishy smell of anything. So if you're not showered, you ain't getting any love. Nope. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um, but I know that uh, for me, I'm, every time that I'm going for a sandwich, it's a club. It's got to have turkey, bacon, ham every time. Pepper jack cheese, preferably. Ooh. And that bread toasted like myself every single time. I like a little crunch. So yeah. if they don't toast it, I'm putting the chips on it. Cheetos. Ooh. <clears throat> See, they don't, uh, this place, they don't toast the subs. They don't, they don't have the oven or whatever. They have the grill, so they'll do hot subs, but they don't, uh, they, they, they take pride in their sub rolls. That are locally made by somebody, and they're like, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do." The special, I think, was like a jalapeno sub roll. Ooh. I didn't even class it up. I, I went, I went original white, just because I was like, "Hey, tuna," but we want that. No, no, what kind of throws me off is they always ask, "Do you want any extra mayonnaise or Russian on that?" And I'm like, "What?" Like every time I get a goddamn tuna sub, it's pretty goddamn juicy, and you have to kind of eat the whole thing because if you let it left over, then you get that soggy roll. But what kind of fucking psychopath is adding extra mayonnaise in Russian to a concoction that is soaked fish soaked in mayonnaise already? That's I don't I don't fuck with soggy bread. That's another reason why if I'm eating a Philly cheesesteak, for that very reason I'm inhaling it. Because if I get to the end where it's that soggy bread, I'm <laughs> it's like wet food in the sink. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. I, I only eat a couple hours a day because of the whole fasting. So it, soggy rolls doesn't matter if I'm going to fucking house it. It's probably a problem. I don't think <laughs> you're supposed to do that when you're fasting. Just eat as much and as quick as you can during that time frame. But fuck it. It is what it is. But I don't know. She's, she'll be the last one usually to get her plate. And then first one to finish. I'm like, God damn. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it could be a burger the size of her head. I don't know how she's so tiny. Because every time we eat, even if she's eating pizza and stuff like that, she's like four or five slices. I'm like, I hope this metabolism catches up to you, bitch. I was like, I can't stand you. I'm looking at that pizza gaining two pounds. And she's over there stacking pizza together, just fucking double-handing it. I'm like, what the fuck? You know those uh, Parmesan bread bites from Domino's? I've heard of them. I never had them. Uh, well, you get 32 of them in a in a box. They're they're about yay big. You know? and, mm-hmm. uh, so I would say she probably eats 27 of those out of the 32. And Damn. we're just fucking... 
And again, not even, not even over a hundred pounds. You know, sometimes she'll look at me, she's like, oh, I'm up to 102. I'm like, you fat bitch, get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So now every time I see her, I'm just, I'm looking at her. I'm just like, you fat ass. And she's like, oh, I know I'm getting kind of, I'm like, you weigh the size of my thigh. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been a hundred pounds since the second grade. So there's that. That's what I was like. It was single digits for sure in the age group that I was in. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no way. And even my kids now, like my my daughter who's 12 is taller than her and then is now surpassing her weight as well. And she's not fat by any means or anything. She just, her mom's a fucking freak. But uh, now my son, who's uh, 10, is getting dangerously close to catching up to his mom. He's like, ah, oh. and kind of, you know, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you're normal, my dude. You're a dude. And I was like, your mom's a freak. I was like, let's, we'll all just hate her together. And he's like, that sounds yeah. like a good plan. I'm like, <laughs> Got one on my side. That's right. I'm just trying to build the whole team, you know. It, fuck it. It's the whole narcissistic thing to do, apparently. Is that the term the kids are using? <laughs> but um, you mentioned chocolate milk, that your kid was drinking chocolate milk. And we had a discussion mm -hmm. yesterday in regards to the better type of milk. Because I'm the weird one. I like strawberry milk. Oh. I'm a big fan of strawberry milk. If I had a preference, that's probably what I would drink. But if not, do you prefer your chocolate milk pre-made? Or do you like to make it yourself? And if you do like to make it yourself, are you using the powder or are you using the liquid? Oh, this is a lot. So I, I guess it depends. I mean, I'm not going to go out to a restaurant and be like, can I have a chocolate milk, please? But right. um, what's crazy to me, too, is I'll answer first, but I just want to throw this out there for more conversation is a lot of people, apparently, when they work out, I, it's not a shocker that I haven't heard of this because I haven't worked out since probably 2003. Uh, they use chocolate milk as after working out to replenish stuff like that's a big oh. thing i guess and it's like man i remember working out and the last thing i want to do was chug some goddamn chocolate milk yeah. but I, um if i do make it at the house usually it's the syrup but back in the day i do remember the nesquik powder and remember and that should be pretty goddamn good but it would be the syrup because i i don't have any powder around i, ha I have syrup because you know if you do a hot fudge sundae it's more versatile you can put it in your milk you can put it on your sundae Seems practical, but I have to, I have to admit, like if I was a big, I'm not a big chocolate milk drinker. I usually I stick to beer and water and some coffee or my, my three beverages. Um, I would probably buy, I'd probably buy a good pre-made, you know, okay. if it, like a, like a two, I know like my ma, she fucking, she drinks vodka, not, to, not together, but chocolate milk. She has a gallon of chocolate milk in her fridge at all time, vodka with cranberry. And I think those are the only two things that she drinks in the <laughs> And she swears by this one brand, and I can't remember what it is. There, um, I want to say like Burn or something like that. But she's big chocolate man, uh, chocolate milk, not chocolate man. Maybe you are into the chocolate men, ma. I don't know. No judgment. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, pre-made. Uh, I think yeah, I would go. See, so I'm not a I'm not a huge chocolate fan. So it's always I'm I'm always swayed for that reason. But uh, if I'm getting the pre-made, usually it's too much chocolate for me. So I'm I'm the same. I like to get the syrup just because it's multifunctional. It lasts for many different reasons. You know, if you're having ice cream, mm -hmm. like oh snap, mix yep. it up a little bit. Uh, even the kids sometimes they'll have like pancakes or uh, waffles and they'll add some chocolate. I'm like ugh, gross. But uh, I do remember. I don't know if it's the nostalgic reason or what, but the powder just hitting different. And I haven't had the powder in a minute. But if I'm making they do because I've seen it. It's right next to the syrup. They have the little, you know, yellow Nesquik container or the the Hershey's, uh, which someone I saw someone use the cocoa, and I'm like, that's not what that's for. Mm -mm. You don't use the actual cocoa. I'm like, no, no, no. But mm -mm. it's it's in that general area. And uh, but if I'm making my chocolate milk, I'm just doing a light, just light chocolate. I want that to be just a 
a, a small brownish hue. Did you know that there's an actual chocolate milk day, which is apparently every September 27th. So we're about a month away from chocolate milk day. So maybe we'll try to bring it up. But I, 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 of course, I'm the Google guy without having a producer in studio. We got to do both of it. So I Googled it. And apparently chocolate milk has been uh, been around for 4,000 years, according to um, daysoftheyear.com. Apparently the Olmec people in ancient Mesoamerica present-day Mexico. I said it wrong, but uh, they used to drink chocolate for medical purposes, and people have also used it for religious purpose, purposes over history. Okay. It was recorded in the late, teen, late 1600s, even though it could have probably been, and they think that it was earlier, but it was the first time it was recorded, that an Irish botanist who was living in Jamaica at the time was the person who first made chocolate milk. Let's run that back. An Irish botanist living in Jamaica. <laughs> Was the first person to make chocolate milk? You're telling me the first. Tell me the first thing that ran through your mind was this motherfucker was high, and oh, was absolutely. like, "I'm gonna make some chocolate milk. I got this chocolate. I got some probably right from the cow milk or right from a goat milk. What's gonna make this shit better? Because uh, I, I was listening. Obviously, I keep trying to. I was listening to a podcast. I'm not gonna give the shout out to it because this person is a super famous podcaster. Fuck, I'm gonna do it because it'll make probably make better contact. Joe Rogan and seems like every episode he gets talking about drugs and he was just recently talking to these people that take like um, cars that uh, like vintage cars or whatever. And they put their touch on them, soup them up and make them even better. And they got talking about how in the like fifties and sixties, maybe seventies, that era, they were some of the best cars ever, but it was also a lot of acid, a lot of, you know, people taking, you know, you know, pretty decent drug, the mushrooms, whatever. And there was a lot of cool stuff that was coming out of there. The styles were there, you know, and everything. But then like, then they federally banned this and banned that. And then people started really doing cocaine and some hard stuff in the 80s and 90s. And the vehicles and shit got boring again. And these guys that do these cars were like, oh, I've never really thought of that. <laughs> it's like, but then he, he always references, it's like almost everything. Like when all these people are on, you know, the right dosage of the right drugs. Like they're brilliant. They come up with some shit that is just like mind blowing, game changing, and and he, you know, he's the big fan. It seems like of um, what is it the the one that kind of opens up, ah, uh, fucking D. What is it? What's what's the DHC? drug that or DMT? Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, where he uh, he talks about the dosages of that and you know the crazy stuff where it can like some guys they think that there there's what like a friggin' eyeball in our foreheads and taking the right dosage can open it <sighs> oh, up and you can start. Yep seeing how we're all in video game because this guy sees walls and everything and zeros and ones and we're just living in the simulation and all this crazy shit i'm like i apologize i started laughing just because i said dht originally and then i got to think i was like wait that doesn't sound right dht re-sing that listen to your heart song (laughs) (laughs) i knew it wasn't dht or dhl it's (laughs) It just shows you. People might get on here and just being like, listen, he's fucking guy. You know what I mean? No, you, he smokes weed. He's a big drug. It just shows you that. we, we Just because it allegedly you might smoke some of the devil's lettuce or whatever he calls it, you know, it might be. doesn't mean we know shit about drugs. We might not even know enough about the one that you know, allegedly we try. But you're right. I, it was DMT. It, do you know how to say yeah. that word? Holy shit. No, no. Uh to mean. That's not right, but it's a fucking long word. 
Can any of our viewers spell it without looking? But it's a very strong psychedelical drug that's found in a number of animals and plants. Holy Hmm. moly. Yeah, it's a good one, right? Dimethyl tri... What does that mean? Dimethyl tri... Damn. Dimethyl tri... I mean, uh, it's close. I'll give you about 80% on that one. B minus. Yeah, that's still passing. I'll take it. There's no way I was getting there. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you think over some of the stuff and then he's in some of the stuff. And then I started looking up, you know, this and that, like certain inventions and people that were just on drugs and this and that. And you're not seeing a lot of brilliant stuff coming out of alcohol. Let's be honest. You know, I mean, I was probably a cause of alcohol. And I mean, I'm not brilliant. I don't even know. I wasn't a great invention because of that. But it just kind of put a lot of stuff in per- perception. It's like, holy fuck, these guys are doing some decent thing but i just everybody let you know when taken orally dmt can cause nausea vomiting and diarrhea so we know a medicine for that mm-hmm. that song was in my head for way too long and shout out producer jace did a cool little edit on that i even did the captions in pink for peptobismol so. oh touche touche yeah. yeah but alcohol hell of a drug terrible ruins lives you don't come up with anything cool and it also can potentially make you do some dumb shit and we talked briefly about this before we pressed record i had to talk about this because neither of us really know about it we're not news people and i'm wearing the color yellow for a reason because it's the same color as a banana and everybody's talking about lizzo's backup dancers apparently were weight shamed and pressured while they were at some kind of strip club a banana was involved, so I thought it would be fun. Where we don't really know what's going on, we're gonna find, we're gonna Google it, we're gonna read some shit, and just kind of react to what really happened. My, what's your impression from just the vague stuff that you kind of heard from the story? Because I, I think, I think let's throw out what we think it's gonna be, and then we'll find out really what it is. So I, I didn't get to my my for you page, obviously a half you know, nudity, so it doesn't really pertain to a lot of current events. And um, so whenever I did hear about it, I did hear that Lizzo was fat shaming the backup dancers and i was like did i hear this correctly and again not trying to shame lizzo but if we're going to be completely transparent here and we're like hey someone's getting fat shamed we're going to assume it's going to be lizzo getting right yeah. and if yeah. i hear backup dancers i'm going to assume that they're pretty athletic and they're not overly obese but uh so when i heard that i was like uh, this has got to be like a, a national Enquirer thing this is a fake news headline <laughs> or whatever so i don't know um if this is true, and I heard that there was reports to where a lot of the backup dancers had the exact same story, which usually means that they're either teamed up and coerced the story, or it's mm-hmm. legitimate. So I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything else. I haven't heard her response or anything yet. So hopefully you've heard more information. See, all I've heard, there was something to do with the banana. Like, almost, they were... this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For at a, some kind of strip club, a banana was involved. It was in a stripper. And then Lizzo apparently was trying to make a backup dancer eat the banana that then came out of the strip. That's what I thought that I've gathered through hearing things. But the backup dancers apparently with Lizzo from what I'm other hearing from what I'm hearing as well are just as big if not bigger than her. Like she doesn't oh, have the the fit backup dancers. There's tryouts and she goes with the people, you know, the that are just as big as her and there's nothing wrong if you're a big woman at all. Like you know what I mean? It just she tries to get people with similar builds. I think that's her thing. And apparently years ago, she was actually losing some weight. I don't know if she was sick or whatever. And like the internet was actually shitting on her. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're bettering yourself. This is what you're supposed to be. And so apparently she was just like, all right, I got to get big again. And that's what my image is. But Damn. yeah, that, that's what I think I heard. So, so uh, that sounds a hell of a lot better. And at this point now, I would like to request to become a backup dancer for Lizzo. Because if that's what she's forcing her employees to do then sign me up i'll get a bonus why not yeah i mean you know hey yeah i'm gonna take one for the team i mean the banana it's protected on the you're not eating the outside of the banana unless you had to take yeah eat the outside i mean who eats the outside of a goddamn banana it's just just a peel no big deal That's the- <laughs> <laughs> all right so i googled the first article that popped up was this was from a couple of days ago and it was nbcnews.com not sure if it's even real or not, but it says three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Um, they allege that she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an Amsterdam club and subjected the group to an excruciating addition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. That doesn't have anything to do with fucking banana. Yeah, that's like <laughs> bring hmm. back the banana. I don't know. Uh, so it just talks about all these suits and like actual like lawsuits. Um, I thought there was something about a goddamn banana. <laughs> Amsterdam club accusations. The trip to Amsterdam strip club. But oh, maybe that's the name of the thing. Banana bar. Banana bar. B a n a n e n bar. Banana bar. Hmm. Apparently. Uh, the lawsuit states that Lizzo's after parties were routine and non-mandatory, but alleges that those who attended were favored. That just sounds like some fucking high school drama, right? Jesus. Okay. At the club, Lizzo allegedly began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. Okay. There it is. There's a banana. Mm, <laughs> I'm, I'm applying. How do you apply to become a backup dancer? I I'm gonna be trying. Not only have you seen the the lives where people have like the little pop stick them things where they they throw them, they land on the table, and they have like a double sided like sticky thing. I'm trying to do yeah. like, double sided dildo into a a performer. I'm trying to get it to land. You know what I mean? Like almost like horseshoes, but with a dildo. And if Liz was like, "Do you want to try this?" It's like cornhole. We just call it like something else. Hole. I'm like, hey, count me in. So if you get a ringer, is that is that three points or is that? So. I think, yeah, it's either got to be six or nine points, I think. Boom. I don't know. That's Boom. just, I mean, 
I if it was like an everyday thing after a show, but I mean, if you're in Amsterdam and you know that Amsterdam has those type of shows, kind of like you know, if you're like, oh, we were at Tijuana and Lizzo said, hey, we're gonna go to a donkey show. They made me watch a donkey show. I'm like, oh, she seems like one of those people. It's like, hey, you want to go see something fucked up? I'll buy. Would you want to go? <laughs> I'm in. You know what? At first, I was against Lizzo. I'm back on Lizzo's side. Girl, do your thing. Yeah. And then apparently Lizzo turned her attention to Miss Davis and then pressured Miss Davis to touch the breast of a nude woman. Damn it, Lizzo. I just had your bag, girl. Fuck. Yeah. Apparently she declined. And allegedly she declined. And Lizzo allegedly led a chant trying to get her to do so. After Davis declined three more times, the chant grew louder and louder and more strident, demanding a visibly uncomfortable Miss Davis to engage with the performer. So then she briefly touched the performer, and then everybody left. Afterwards, Lizzo allegedly pressed another member of the security staff to get on stage and began yelling, take it off. I mean... uh... I'm not HR, and nor am I HR appropriate, but I feel like if you're doing like a work thing and they're having a time of their life and you're in that setting and like, when you get on stage, take it off, take it off. You know, I think at that point, again, you could just be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that and just get up and walk away. But I don't know. I wasn't there. So I guess I can't. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, it, I'm, I'm not supporting one or the other sides of this because at the end of the day, nobody's really going to give a shit about what we think. But right, Lizzo, I mean, probably should know a little bit better, but I have to imagine. I mean, I'm picturing a bunch of them partying, just drunk, just doing shit. I mean, I don't even know how old Lizzo is. You know what I mean? Like we did. We've done. Some Ooh, let's guess. When we were, okay. I'm going to say. 34. I was going to say like 27. Is she younger? Maybe she is. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, let's see. How old is Lizzo? Oh, 35. If we were playing Price is Right, fucking you win. You're going to win both showcases. Oh, shit. 35. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. Have your pet spayed and neutered, everybody. I said my dog neutered. What a fucking nightmare. Fucking expensive for that shit, too, dude. I think, but you said, I think yours was cheaper to get your dog done than it was for me to get my cat done. Make that make fucking sense. Yeah, probably where we are. But that little fucker, he's realized how to like scoop things up like a lacrosse stick with his cone. So he'll go (laughs) scoop the toy, throw it up in the air. I'm like, God damn, I thought you were fucking dumb, but you figured this shit out. (laughs) Figured it out. Thankfully, we only have about three more days with that goddamn cone because he uses it like a friggin' ramming rod and he'll just like grab it, push you, and Fucking, I mean, he's not like a huge dog, but he's like 60 pounds at six months. I mean, he's a pretty goddamn That's, big dog. Yeah, I mean, again, I have cats, so 20, I have a 20 pound cat though, which is fucking outrageous, but he's a, he's a, he's a big boy. Uh, did not have to have a cone though. So I was really hoping that he would. And they're like, oh, he doesn't need it. And I'm like, yeah, he does. He needs it. He's an asshole. Put him in this thing for like, like a month. No, sir. And I'm like, damn. So yeah, no cone. Just couldn't pick him up for a week, which I'm like, he hurts our back picking his fat ass up anyway, so I'm like, he'll stay on the ground. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, he's meant to be there. Apparently, just like some of these Lizzo dancers. I don't really know what else to talk about that, but uh, <gasps> yeah, not a good look. Oh, I just thought of a name for that. Oh, so just, you know, the whole banana, you know, if you hide a banana yeah. in an ass, it's potassium. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to put it on a t-shirt. There's the t-shirt for the day. Yes. 
Uh, Lizzo, feel free. T-shirt of the day. Yeah, T-shirt of the day. T-shirt of the week. Uh, Lizzo, feel free to use that. Just give us a little bit of the royalties for that so you guys can have some potassium. That's good. Yeah. Just I haven't seen a whole so, yeah. different... Oh, go ahead. No, I just I didn't was just thinking fucking Lizzo. Not a good look. No, good look. no. Um, but we we're talking about different games. Um, I keep seeing that on TikTok too. Like it, these different lives and everything, or different TikTok shop things, and uh, of different board games or tabletop games or just different games in general. I'm like, so I'm wondering which one's going to be the next one to kind of like take off. If you've seen any that may become something like cornhole or something like that, because. Oh. I know there there was probably a time 15 years ago when we saw bag getting thrown into all like what the fuck is this this looks weird and now we're like this is amazing this is a, this is a good time yeah i mean I now mean, i mean like espn covers cornhole you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it and i think it was a bigger thing down in the south for a while by the time it the first time i ever saw it was years ago but it had already been out for a long time it was at a nascar event of all things Watkins Glen I don't give a fuck about NASCAR, but I was like, oh, I've heard it's a really good four-day party. You just drink from the time you wake up till you fall asleep. I want to try that out for a couple of rough days. But uh, <laughs> I saw it for the first time, and I was like, nah, up here it was big was the, um, they call it every different word, but with the washers and the three holes in in, in the board, and you got you you just throw the washers in there, one, three, and five points. They've got, I've heard it called Texas Horseshoes, Holy Boar. Like I've heard like eight thousand different fucking names for it. Never saw it on ESPN. Naturally, we picked the wrong one. But Can Jam was real big up here. We had that too, and then the ladder ball with like the PVC pipes. With yeah, we hated that fucking game. I hated yeah. It. Did you ever play a uh, Beersby that that drinking game? That was fun. Didn't last long up here uh, for whatever yeah. reason with the pole and the bottle. And- yep. Yep, yeah. that was that was one like two or three year period. But I remember I bought a specific frisbee just because I wanted to be really good at that. Uh, uh, Arabi, Arobi, however you pronounce it. Hmm. Great frisbee for Beersby, oh. by the way. Okay, yeah, no, I um I played a lot of Can Jam. Beersby was like one summer up here, and then it was just kind of like gone. See ya. Can Jam stuck around. I was in a, actually ran a Can Jam league for a little bit. Uh, oh, one shit. one year that was fun. Uh, but then, yeah, cornhole's cornhole's finally a big thing up here. But of, of the lawn games, though, I think my favorite is bocce ball. I fucking love bocce ball and croquet. Love croquet, man. I uh, have played before, but not by the rules. Only when I was a kid, someone had some like a lake or something, and I was like, "Oh, this looks fun." Have no idea how to play, so I definitely need to to check it out. But I've seen some uh, tabletop like finger soccer ball games and stuff, and just some odd and just different different games and i'm like damn i wonder if uh something big's gonna come out or if there's something that i'm unaware of that i need to buy sounds like i wish i could get those fed to me i have two fucking products that every time i open the app within one to two swipes it's these fucking products and it's the face auto rotating camera okay you put your phone on it and then it tracks your face or something that is all over and it fucking annoys me and that stupid fucking pickle shirt that lady <laughs> that has that shirt, that has all the pickle shirts, that has sold like 22,000. It was like 18,000, I think, the one time we talked. I happened yeah. to look because it's all over the For You page. It was up to like 22,000 sales on that one, 44 bucks a piece. Jesus. Just I don't like it. I would probably buy one if I could guarantee to never see that fucking shit on my For You page. <laughs> 22,000 at 44 bucks is 968,000. Dollars. TikTok was like, you know what? 
we're going to make this woman a million dollars. And then, you know, she'll continue to put out probably mediocre to shitty shirts, still trickle in some money, but it's like fucking TikTok made her enough money to change their life. life. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's wild. And like you said, it's, it's, it's very specific things. Like mine's um, the Kraken, the stupid thing that opens up, uh, like you yeah. shot me on any drink or whatever. I have never finished one of those videos all the way through ever. Never. And I, I mean, as soon as I see the orange TikTok and it says Kraken, I'm like, whoop, don't want to see it. And it's always like energy drinks now too. And it's weird fucking Gen Zers like, you want to see me shotgun this energy drink? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I don't. I know. So that one's always on there. The Harry Potter one was on there for a while. Um, Has it been back since you bought one or is it gone now? I've seen it twice. Of, um, and then I was required to make a video since I bought it or not required, but they encouraged you to make a video. And, oh, is that um, a thing? If you buy something, you're supposed to make a video about it. If, if they give you those coupons, the the demos or whatever, or samples, I guess is what they call it. They call it a sample. So they want you to make a video sampling the product. Uh, but whenever I went to go do it, uh, the product ran out of stock and they go, Hey, don't make the video on that. We'll let you know when it comes back in stock. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sweet. I'm going to screenshot that conversation. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's well, what I, I just do. I'm, I'm going to buy a fucking pickle shirt. And, and to me, I guess it makes sense. Well, the direction TikTok's going, it's a smart move on their part. And then if you, this, you know what I mean? They push this product, they're going to give it and they're getting a cut of the sales. I'd have to imagine. Mm-hmm. And then, they're going to continue to push this. So then other people are now buying this shirt that are doing the same kind of crafty stuff with their shirts with making this, you know, like I see why you would. Cause I, I did see another account of somebody that like started off showing, Hey, this is the pickle shirt that everybody talks about. And then it's like, but here's what I'm selling. And then their videos would get hundreds of thousands of views. Cause it started with that pickle shirt. Yep. And hopefully they're getting some sales. It's a fucking weird evolution of TikTok. And now people with the uh, the ability to respond to a comment, you know, people are like, hey, what should I put on? I get the guy with the hats. I see a couple of his videos. They're like, hey, what saying should I put on the hat now? And he has like a leather patch that he prints I right on. I see that the too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of him. And so they'll pick like the top comment. And that's another way of advertising as well. It's just people are going to be more inclined to comment something funny and attempt yep. to not only get a free hat, but to be that top comment and everything. So it's genius. I mean, it's it's great marketing. Do I hate that the majority of my TikTok now is is shopping or ads? Yeah, yeah, I do. But double-edged sword there as well. You know, when I have a family member in here selling stuff on TikTok shop, kind of hard to fucking hate on it when when, when they're doing it and they're doing it well. So yep. um, it's just, you know, nobody likes change. I would rather go back to TikTok of 2018 or 2019 for sure. Oh, see, I wouldn't. That was a weird fucking time when it came out and everything was um people begging for money because they needed diapers and cigarettes and stuff like in very what i would imagine southern places like i remember that and i and i got off the app i'm like fuck this is fucking stupid and then all of a sudden it started to evolve a little and evolve Mm -hmm. a little and i mean i like i said i I get it and i I think it's a good thing and i think businesses should continue to, I, I always thought businesses should have used it and kind of put their fun touch on it you know what i mean there were so many yeah. people that tried to do ad style videos for products nobody wants to see a fucking you know what i mean no, there's a reason you pay extra to not see ads on platforms you know what i mean like don't be the ad be funny about it you know yes. and, and then people are gonna buy your shit but there, there was one video that i saw that i thought was funny from um i'm, gonna, I'm not gonna say the creator's name because i legit tried to you know let them work with us in the show when they were first getting going and they were like nah but this this company that also makes shirts 
that are it's a pretty funny concept actually did a video responding and said to um why not not directly at the pickle people but it's like why would i put my stuff oh adding my stuff to the tiktok shop knowing i have a perfectly good functioning website you know what i mean so they had to spend all the time figure it out put all their stuff on the tiktok shop apparently for you know a couple extra you know purchases when they have a perfectly good website that people could go to and buy the same shit so that was kind of their play i think like hey stop buying this stuff for you know tiktok's free money just go to our website and buy it we make more because you know the mark the the profit margins if they want to keep it the same on the site to tiktok you're gonna not make as much as a business but right you know you know exactly Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's just it's crazy like i said I, I didn't see a lot of the uh the beggars whenever i hopped on it was uh just uh, pretty much everybody that i've seen back then is banned today because they are all posters that they probably shouldn't have been but um and also the guidelines were terrible back then um but i don't know it's just it's crazy because now it's just every time that you open it up you're guaranteed to at least see an ad that you have to you know i'm glad that you don't have to watch at least five seconds of it to be able to go to another video i'm waiting once that happens i think i'll be off tiktok a lot more because even with YouTube, if it's five second video, I'm like, ugh, no, I'm too yeah. impatient and too cheap to pay for premium. Same, I don't pay for it, and I get it because being have, having stuff on YouTube, I get it. That's how creators get paid, and even if it's a couple pennies. Every time somebody checks that ad, somebody's getting paid, mm-hmm. and those those people are paying good money. Um, you know, with a company that I do some stuff with, looked into potentially running ads on YouTube. Not cheap, not cheap. Fucking weird world. It's funny. It's a weird world, but at the same time, there's been commercials forever on TV, man. Back in the day, being able to, you know, that that was the time that you would go to the bathroom, you'd get a drink, you'd go make some popcorn, you'd come back, they'd still be running commercials. You know, a 30-minute show was what? 17 minutes, maybe? 16 yeah. minutes? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it got to any important part, it was like, now here's a Pizza Hut commercial. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, what? Um, what's terrible is the uh, the ads that you see now going to the beach where they have the boats or whatever that bring the billboards on there. And you're just like, really? Can I just come to the beach just to get away from the ads just for one day? Like, I don't I don't need to see this shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's what terrible. A time, what a time to be alive. Again, time to be alive. At least I, don't know, I, I was searching just for some random articles and I know why this popped up and I, I don't know why it did. And I probably shouldn't even talk about it. But apparently, a woman in Detroit found a live frog in a spinach container. Oh, yeah, fuck. exactly. Could you imagine? So apparently, a woman in suburban Detroit got a scare. And this is on uh, epnews.com. Apparently, she got a scare. She purchased a can of spinach from a grocery store like she has many times before. She bought the sealed earthbound farm spinach that was packaged earlier from a store I've never heard of. Um, she got home. And her daughter found a live frog in the container and started screaming. It was alive. It was moving. And apparently the person just said, thank God I didn't eat the frog. Jesus. So, and can you just imagine that from like the beginning, like the, she's getting ready to make dinner and she's like, we're going to have some spinach for dinner, you know, to go along with whatever we're having our chicken fried steak or whatever. And I don't want spinach, mom. It ain't going to kill you. Just open up the fucking can't help your mom out. Opens it, sees a frog, never having spinach again. Damn, I wouldn't. Ever. I'd be haunted. I could be, I could be 50 years old and be like, why doesn't Papa eat spinach? This one time back in 2023, I didn't fucking, it still haunts me. I'm never eating spinach again. In, opening up any can the entire time, that's like seeing a spider in the toilet bowl and you're like, 
I'm checking that every single time now before I sit down. Snake, spider. I've seen those Australian memes. Mm-mm. Must be because no. the water goes backwards in Australia. It actually pushes the snakes up instead of further down. That's Both snakes? My theory. The hot snakes do? Mm-hmm. All of them snakes. <laughs> Imagine, though, fucking Popeye back in the day. I just picture Popeye popping the spinach, frog come jumping out, and then he's just like, frog legs or something and then you know i don't Didn't know popeye was cajun right <laughs> <laughs> where was popeye from i, I mean, always thought be i don't know why like massachusetts or something i don't know that's what i always thought see, where was popeye it'll probably be like probably france popeye's commercial or something popeye the sailor man the comic strip character is perhaps the most famous native son of victoria texas didn't peg him for a Texas guy. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, me neither. That's I was thinking like Northeast. Yeah, apparently um, he made his debut in the comic strip in the Thimble Theater. The strip was in the 10th year when Popeye made his debut. But if you look at this oh. fucking guy, let me see if I can share this on the old uh, screen so you not only you can see it, but some of the viewers that are watching this. Check this out. This The real ah. life Popeye. I mean, where is he? 1868 or something? Is that really? Yeah. His real name was Frank Rocky Fiegel, born in Poland on January 27, 1868. Immigrated family of America where he joined the Navy. Okay. <laughs> well, see, we just learn shit every day. I had, and now he's closer to Louisiana, so it makes more sense that, damn, now I'm just going to imagine him as just some kind of Cajun guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he smoked his pipe, so he only that's why he smoke uh spoke with one side of his mouth. When he was with the children, he held the pipe with the corner of his mouth and told them the antics of his youth, often boasting of his physical strength, loudly claiming that spinach is the food that makes him invincible. I had no idea it was based off of somebody that was real. That is fucking insane. That is that is pretty interesting. What? <laughs> Sucks he's from Texas, though. I don't know why. I just really thought the Northeast. I think Sailor, I think of just people of the Northeast doing their thing. I guess there's semis everywhere. That guy is originally born in Poland, though. So that's why I'm confused why it says Texas. Well, he immigrated. So, I mean, once once you you migrate over here, you're no longer from there. You're an American, damn it. That guy, uh, Rocky, which is pretty sweet name obviously we're big fans of the rock i actually watched a little bit of rocky three the other day the scene where he was doing the charity match yeah mickey was um oh, you need to see the doctor no i'm fine like Plus so uh I, I was at target and i was browsed through the toy section you know just seeing something for myself that maybe i perhaps want and uh there was a taxi cab and i was like what is this and it said rocky three on it and i was like okay i'm interested let me look at this and it was just a die cast of the cab used in Rocky Three. It looks pretty close to it, but it doesn't have a picture of Rocky on it. Nothing. It's just a cab, right? And they really? wanted thirty-five dollars for that. And I was like, "What?" I mean, because as soon as I see Rocky, I'm like, "I'm gonna be." I'm like, hey, look, "What is this?" But I saw that, and I was like, "Okay, maybe they had a picture of him like on the hood." But it's it's authentic. It looks like a 1982 or whatever it was. Seventy-eight. The 1978 Dodge Monaco Taxi. 
Is that what? So they they had one for Rocky two and one for Rocky three. This was a very specific Rocky three one apparently. And I'm like, the fuck. So just to let you know, yeah, it's on Amazon. The movie did come out in '82, so you had the '82 right. But it's a 1978 Dodge. I think that's how you say M O N A C O taxi from the City Cab Company on Amazon. It's going for twenty three ninety four. So Target, come on, man, thirty five bucks. I think that's. But the original packaging does have a picture of Rocky on it, and um, and that's what it, it had a like the little silhouette of him raising his fist up, and it said Rocky with the the numer, uh, Roman numeral three on it. But that was it. Just the packaging, the car itself, nothing. Yep. Oh. See that one looks a little different. Oh, so they must have. I wonder if they repack. I don't know. This is this is the first one that came up. This is what they're trying to sell on Amazon. But it, don't worry, it's limited edition. It's a uh, brand new chrome accents, real rubber tires, themed packaging, true oh. to scale. That's the one that's on Target too. Maybe I saw the back of the box. Maybe I don't Maybe. know. But that is very similar because, like I said, if you look at the cab, it says nothing about Rocky on it. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing. So if you were to you know put that up on your shelf or something like oh that's a that's a cool cab you know what what's that you're like oh it's a cab from Rocky Three they'd be like is it <laughs> you know what I mean without keeping the box you're fucked apparently Taxi Three was a thing and actually had a scene with Sylvester Stallone I don't know what that is but that's also what Google like when I typed in cab from Rocky Three obviously you got that from Target Amazon. Then Stardy from YouTube, Taxi 3 scene with Sylvester Stallone. Mr. T is then the next thing for Google. Google, you know exactly what people are going to start searching for. They're like, Rocky, which one was Mr. T? Who is Mr. T? 18, everything else. They're going to start showing. Oh, now there's a John Wick taxi cab. Huh. This is a whole thing. There's a, there's a, apparently that's a thing to collect is taxi cabs from certain movies. There's what? a whole list of them. There's a uh, 1965 Fiat 500 that was in. Oh, dang it. I just lost it. Come back. There's a whole Maybe bunch. There's a back. 74 checker yellow. It was talking about different movies here. Um, hmm. Gangs of New York. Okay. I'm an old school one. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, there's a whole bunch of stuff. There's a damn. I might start collecting cabs. Fuck, <laughs> it actually oh, looks kind of cool. Shit, but don't put them on a shelf behind you so the the ghost doesn't start throwing them off the wall or anything. So, what's going to happen in the future too when cabs no longer are the most efficient support of you know transportation? So everyone's like, oh hey, I got this 2023 Chevy whatever. They're like, what's that? I was like, oh, that was an Uber car back in the day. That's that's what that was. That was. Ryan Reynolds rode that one in an Uber in a movie. <laughs> it's weird, weird times that we are being a part of. I mean, there's, I mean, you got famous musicians having people try to eat bananas that came from strippers' vaginas. We have frogs in spinach containers alive. We have snakes coming out of toilets, collectible taxis, some other weird shit that probably happened on the show. That's going to be a weird AI thumbnail. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I love I love the AI stuff. Like real real quick, we, we were talking backstage, and for anybody that pays attention to the actual thumbnails and some stuff, I don't think anybody really does. But if you do, you're going to start paying attention now if you're still listening because the backgrounds we actually just take descriptions of what we talk about in the show and let AI create some crazy images. So if you look at the Travis Kelsey one, we talked about how the time you know there was 
the miracle that happened with the kid in the wheelchair and what was Travis Kelsey said to the kid in the wheelchair. So AI then took him in a stained glass image with him just jacked, kind of reaching out like he's talking to a kid in a wheelchair. And we and then at some point we talked about the McLobster. So it appeared to be Travis Kelsey in a wheelchair eating a McLobster with some fucking weird monster over him. I don't know what's going on, but it was pretty, pretty amazing. And then uh, weeks ago, when we talked about the Amish cemeteries, there was actually in the background like a cemetery with a bunch of Amish and also other weird shit in the background. And I don't want a time to be alive. AI, baby. Dude, and with and on the Amish too. I, my for you page. Ever since I looked up that guy that I was telling you about that was talking about his dad. I, mean, I am on Amish talk like nobody's business, dude. Every four videos I'm getting is something to do with the Amish. And I guess there was like a reality show on TLC, Breaking Amish or something. I don't know what that was. So now I'm getting clips of this show from like 10 years ago about Amish people. And I'm like, I don't care what they're trying to wear. I guess. So I did find out if I'm ever quizzed at gunpoint. They're like, hey, what color did the Amish wear? Blue and green. I know <laughs> that now because of all these damn clips. And I'm actually kind of hooked. I'm hooked on it. A lot of them joined the military. Didn't know that either. Um, a lot of people ask me about this. I know if they break, so I mean, they are a uh, a group that doesn't believe in uh, violence, obviously. So um, once they leave and they decide to join the military, a lot of them will try to come back, and they're shunned because you know, obviously, you can't do that. But uh, but yeah, so a lot of them, whenever they whenever they leave, they they join the military. Um, they whenever they're trying to find different outfits, they still stick with the blue and green because that's what they're comfortable with. Even though they're showing more, it's still same color and still somewhat respectful. But yeah, I cannot get the fuck off this Amish Tosh. And if I keep watching the rest of these videos through the totality of it, I'm never going to get off of this damn Amish Ever. And it's kind uh, of ironic that you're on Amish talk because Amish talk, they, I mean, it's the Amish. They don't have the tickety talk. Well, I guess some of the different religion ones that have cars and stuff, maybe they're on there, but it's a weird thing. Yeah, thankfully, I'm not there yet, but I probably am now because my phone's right over here listening to this whole goddamn podcast and hopefully you guys are still listening to this podcast i just looked at the clock and we've hit the uh, hour mark the hour mark is our magical number hopefully this was a good one if not well i had a good time and i feel like he did because he's rubbing his um he's rubbing his shirt he's rubbing his levi's is that a levi's mm, shirt i don't see a levi's shirt. oh look at that levi's make sure you guys go to levis.com slash beard laws it's not going to work but either way what does work is this and uh i can't thank you enough for taking some time out of your busy day to Absolutely. uh to record hopefully this was fun for you i know i had a blast always hell yeah we'll uh we'll do it again if you guys want two of us richie and uh toby will not be there on tri uh, triple t this week he is flying home for some stuff and so it's gonna be me richie uh Eubin, and potentially a guest maybe we'll reach out to somebody while i'm thinking of it see if somebody wants to fill in some big, not uh, big shoes to fill, but size wise, probably not that big to fill Toby's shoes. Cause let's be honest, he's not a tall guy. Yeah, that's a joke that Toby's short. Um, but we'll find somebody adequately height and shoe size to Toby to see if we can fill on, on Triple T. And we'll be back next week. Brandon J should be able to join us again next week. If not, maybe we'll line up another guest as well. But either way, can't thank you guys enough. Thanks, Eubin. Thanks to everybody. This is fun letting us penetrate with consent your ear holes. And, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, the consent was a nice touch. It was, thanks. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, I feel like you say that. And uh, oh yeah, and don't forget Dallas Cowboys. Because as soon as you say Dallas Cowboys, 
that the views go up. Sorry, sorry for your loss with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know what? I've seen some pictures of him. He's he's looking pretty thick. So you know that might be Tony Pollard, and we trust. <laughs> I know. I, I but then I've been seeing memes and stuff coming where it's definitely not him or just a weird angle of him. Like I, I think so. I don't know if it was in our group chat or, or somebody sent me one. It was like a very um, like Lizzo backup dancer large picture, and it was like this Ezekiel. Ezekiel pictures at uh at, at new training camp or something like that. I'm like, holy fuck. That looks like <laughs> yeah. me if I was six four trying to play football. Uh honestly, I was looking at myself, I was like, damn, I'm about to call Belichick and be like, let me suit up, coach. I've got what it yeah. takes, apparently. Let me make some of these millions. But you're right, it was probably just the angle and stuff because he is an athlete. But I don't know. Hopefully he does well now that he's in the AFC. Fuck that. Enjoy yourself, no. my guy. As long as he doesn't go Hope to the Eagles. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck them. And fuck yes. the Eagles. Yep. But uh, yeah, we won't get into sports talk, but we said Cowboys and so all the viewership just went up. So welcome to all the new viewers. Yeah. America's <laughs> team. America's team. America. But either way, uh, can't thank you guys enough. Can't thank you enough. You've been and we'll, uh, we'll see all you fuckers next week. Okay, bye. Absolutely. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Quad Pro Quo. Right now, you are probably thinking to yourself, oh, great, another movie podcast. Well, dear listener, you would be right. But throw in a couple of marriages, decades-long friendships, and a shared property line, and you have just another movie podcast with a shitload of drama. Inspired by the iconic quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, Each week, one of us will pick a movie. It could be a childhood favorite, a classic film noir, an Academy Award winner, or a complete dumpster fire that brings joy to that person's heart. The selector's objective? To get us to love, or at the very least, not hate their pick. Will our marriages, our friendships, and our neighborhood survive? Find out each Thursday on Quad Pro Quo.